Yesterday, we spoke about the Pasuk that says, Hashem tzilecha al yad yeminecha. We said, Hashem is your shadow, but only on the right side. And we explained yesterday that Hashem only does to us what we do to others when we do good. But when we do bad, He doesn't do, He's not our shadow on our left. The left is the side of things that we do bad. Hashem doesn't say, oh, you do this, you hate others, so I hate you. You, uh, that, we don't do that. And that's a great message for us, that we should not copy others when they do the wrong thing. We mentioned yesterday the subject of taking revenge. And I realized yesterday that there's so many examples, I believe that most people do not believe that they are in the guilty of taking revenge on others. But in reality, there are many examples where a person can be considered taking revenge and not realizing it. For example, especially in the home, husband, wife, friends, let's say a person, he comes late, told you he's going to be there five minutes, he ends up being there an hour later. So there is sometimes a desire to make them wait also a different time. Say the same way you made me wait, I'll make you wait. Or if a person, something happens in the house, a wife is upset by her husband or vice versa, and she, in reaction to that, wants to do something to, let's say she shows him, get him back, takes away something, doesn't do something the right way. All these things are considered in the area of revenge. So like we said yesterday, it's not appropriate for a person to copy others when they're doing bad. We copy others when they do good. That's what Hashem says. Today we're moving on to the next pasuk. The next pasuk says, Yomam... Yomam means during the daytime. Hashemesh, meaning when Hashem watches over us. So what is it that we get? Right, now that Hashem says, Hashem Shomrecha, Hashem says, I'm committed to watch over you. If you're, by the way, the very fact that Hashem has to say, I'm going to watch over you, it means that the world is a very dangerous place. You understand? Hashem doesn't say, uh, I'm going to come and bless you. It seems, to, uh, it seems from the Pesukim that if you don't have Hashem watching over you, you are naturally going to end up in a bad place. Because the world is a place that is dangerous. It's not a smooth road that takes people automatically to the best and most happiest uh, situ- situations. The world is a place that you need shemirat. You need someone who is watching over you. In many areas, health, obviously, financial, relationships, spiritual, many areas of our lives. They need. It's not automatic that we should be healthy. Again, we think like that. We think that if we were healthy yesterday... So we should be healthy today also. But it's not like that. 
For a person to be healthy, he needs Hashem to watch over him. For a person to have his business run decently and good and, and, and in the right way, he needs Shemirah. When Hashem takes off his Shemirah, then the norm happens and the norm isn't that great. So over here Hashem says, I'm committed to watch over you. If Hashem is watching over you, you're doing good. And we said yesterday, Hashem says, I have a condition. Hashem Like we learned, Hashem says, I commit to watch you as long as you're do whatever you want from me, as long as you're doing it for others, as long as you love others, as long as you protect others, as long as you do what you're supposed to do with other people, I will be with you to watch over you. Hashem says there's a button you have to press. I am committed to watch over you. I don't need money from you. I don't need from you anything. I need from you that you should be behaving towards others in the way you want me to behave towards you. Simple. Very nice. That's the button you have to press for Hashem Shemirah. So we all need Shemirah. Sometimes we realize that we need Shemirah. Especially in those times, the first thing we should think about is how we are treating other people. God forbid a person is in a situation where he's stuck in whatever area in his life. The first area perhaps he should be looking at is that the reason why he's not getting the Shemirah that he's supposed to get or Hashem is willing to give him is because he's not treating people the right way. And the first thing maybe you should look at is look into his relationships and to look into what he's doing. You may not realize it, but could be there are people suffering because of you. It could be people are hurting because of your words. It could be you're ignoring people and that's making them feel bad. It could be you're not doing enough to give others what they need. You know, we, 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 can't, we can't live in a world of illusion and imagine that we're doing perfectly with all the relationships that we have. It's not appropriate for an intelligent person who is conscientious to imagine that everything in his life and the way he's treating people is perfect. I'm treating my parents perfectly, my brothers, my sisters, my children, my wife, my friends, my coworkers, my employees. It's not appropriate for a great person to imagine that everything is perfect because we know we're not perfect yet. And therefore it's, per it's proper for a person to look into his relationships and to find where and what he can be upgrading. Because if we're lacking Shemirah, if we're lacking Hashem watching over us, then that could be a very, well, a, a very important area to look into. And if you don't have Baruch Hashem, Hashem is watching over you, don't take it for granted. Baruch Hashem, we have organizations that help us. They watch over us. At the end of the day, they're limited. They're making Ishtadlut like we need to make Ishtadlut. And that's why we thank them and we help them. But ultimately, they're limited in what they're doing. They're limited. And they're definitely limited in other things that they have no control over. Our health, our financial situation, our relationships, our marriages. Are, they're limited. Hashem is unlimited. 
Hashem is the best Shomer. And he's ready and committed. Hashem Shomrecha. Which means he's committed to watch over you. Just don't mess it up. What a simple formula. If somebody has a spouse at home that's suffering because of them, just fix it. If you have someone who in your life is suffering because of you, fix it. Don't mistreat people. And especially the ones that you think deserve it. Don't mistreat them. It, you're hurting yourself. First of all, it's wrong anyway to treat people the wrong way. It's wrong anyway. But sometimes wrong doesn't help us enough. But when you realize you're hurting yourself and everything you're saying or doing is hurting you, it's taking away your shemira. So that gives you the strength to step up, call that guy today, call that person today, and say, you know something? I'm sorry. Make up the issues that you have between people. It's not worth it walking around and having people hurt because of you. It's not worth it to take revenge. It's not worth it to keep inside of you the anger and the hatred. It's not worth it. You're hurting your own Shemira. So make sure it's a very big takana, very big tikkun. Don't have people in your life, especially when they're close to you. It's much easier sometimes for the people that are far from you to make up with them. But the people close to you, sometimes it's harder. It's too complicated, so many things, so many issues. But it needs to be resolved for your sake. Take care of it. Now, next Pasuk says, okay, so why do I need Shemira? Or from what things does Hashem watch over us? So he says, Yomam, during the daytime, if Hashem is watching over you, during the daytime, Hashemish. When the sun comes out, the Shemesh, the sun, will not hurt you, will not damage you. And the moon at night, Balayla, also will not hurt you. The Ibn Ezra says, I'm not, I'm not knowledgeable in this area. But the Ibn Ezra says, I'll read it for you. He says, Yadua. He says it is known that too much sun can damage a person from the heat, from the from whatever it is, from the rays. And when the moon is out at night, also if you spend, I guess, too much time under the moon. It also could be damaging. He says, I don't know, he, he's, certain sickness he brings that comes from that. But he says, He says, what I'm telling you now about the damage of the sun and the moon is something clear and something tested. So, okay. I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. It's through experience. It's something proven. The Gemara says, 
just to prove his point, by the way, the Gemara says, again, I don't understand the, the, the depth of it, but the Gemara says that a person who sleeps while the moon is out, outdoors, under the moon, meaning he's putting his life in danger. So when you want to sleep outdoors, don't do it in the middle in the middle of the month. Do it at the end of the month when there's no uh, the moon is not out. So basically, the pasuk is saying that in life we need protection from physical damage. Yomam hashemesh lo meaning there's damage during the daytime. As an example, I assume it means one of the examples is the sun. The meaning meaning even the sun. That is, I, I, I think, just to go a little in depth, that even the sun, which of course is a, the biggest blessing there is in life, that we have light, we have heat, we have energy, right, sunshine. Even the sun in this world, if you don't have Shemirah, if you don't have someone watching you, it could hurt you. It, it's obvious there are plenty of other things that could hurt you. But even the sunlight, the, mo- the biggest blessing that every morning, imagine every morning we don't say blessings on all the things Hashem gives us, but we spend probably three minutes every morning just talking about the light. We have a special bracha, it's a very long bracha, and it's all about the light. That means the light is a very important part of our day. Again, the Pasuk is saying you'll be protected by day and by night, which obviously covers everything. But the examples they're giving are things that seemingly are actually very good. The sun is a great thing. What can we do without the sun? We would not be alive without the sun. But even things that are good in this world... If you don't have protection from Hashem, they can hurt you. So he's telling you, you need protection not only from, God forbid, if you find out there's something that's growing inside your body that's obviously a bad thing, or God forbid you have a financial loss that's obviously a bad thing, or God forbid a guy breaks his leg that's obviously a bad thing. He's telling you, you even need Shemitah from good things. Person could say, Well, I have all good. Good things also need protection. Your mom Hashemesh, If Hashem is protecting you, you'll be fully protected. Means you'll get the good things. Right? And you won't have the side effects of the good things. Because in this world, if you have no Shemirah, even when you ask for good things, there's gonna be side effects. So how are you going to be able to have a, a successful life if the bad things you don't want and the good things have side effects? So w- what's left? So he's telling you, your mom, Hashemish, if Hashem is watching over you, you can have the good things with no side effects. Your mom, Hashemish, lo yakekan. Ve'yareyah, and the moon, again, another important part of our life. Balayla, also, you'll be protected. Beautiful. That is the simple reading of the Pasuk, which is definitely important.
simple, nice, and relevant. But there is depth to the Pasuk. The way of great people is that they speak short, they give you a little, and they let you go and grab with your mind what they're talking about on a deeper level. This way, this way, you work to learn what they're saying instead of them serving you on a platter and saying, this is what I'm saying. Why speak like Rashi, like the Gemara, like the Torah? Wise people, they give you a little and they make you work for the rest. Because when you work for the rest, that's called learning. That's called you learned instead of someone giving it to you on a platter and all you do is just hear it. The deeper meaning behind this pasuk is that Yomam, the daytime and the Shemesh refers to when the world is shining its light on your life. Meaning, a person is finding success. He's going to work every day and the business is growing. Starts to make money. That's called Yomam Hashemesh. Sometimes in life, the world shines its light on us. Financially, things are flowing. Thank God. A person is ready to get married. It goes, finds his wife, or finds the husband in a relatively short, easy way. Short time, easy way. Nice. The marriage goes well. No hiccups. Child comes quickly. All that's called Yomam Hashemesh. All that's called is daytime and the sun is shining on your life. There are times of life that we find success in whatever we're doing. And there are times when we don't. In Hebrew, we refer to those times as Lila. Lila is darkness. Darkness in this sense means the world isn't shining its face on you. Could be financial struggles that can bring a Lila into a person's life. It could be issues in marriage or getting married altogether. It could be having a child or dealing with a child. It could be many, many things. Struggles. That's called Lila. Both of them can be extremely disruptive to a person's life. The darkness, obviously, is a very difficult 
situation in a person's life, when a person goes through a hard time in something, that could be breaking the person, breaking him physically, and even more importantly, breaking the person emotionally. A person who's going through a hard time in life, in any which area, sometimes only one thing that you're going on a hard time with, but it's just taking over your life. You don't have to have a lot of things go wrong for your life to be upside down. Sometimes one thing could have everything going for you and one lila, one type of darkness could be just taking your life and putting it in a very difficult place. The damage of lila in a person's life, you know, so many people in life have failed because of a Lila that they had. They had a hard time getting married. Didn't go easy for them. And that brought down their whole life. They ended up in a whole different world. You might think their whole life was messed up. It wasn't all messed up. But one area messed them up. Some people had a struggle with friends. They weren't succeeding socially. That area destroyed them. Not just socially. Everything. Sometimes it's financial. It's endless amount of things. A person has a Lila in his life, he should know. The Lila is not just a painful experience. But the Lila is a danger to the entire life of the person. When you're going through a struggle, don't be small-minded to think that you're only struggling with this struggle. If you don't handle it right, if you're not protected, if you don't know how to utilize that struggle, besides the pain of the struggle, which is bad enough, if you're not going to take it on and succeed with it, it may turn your entire life into a failure. That's the way of the world. The way of the world is that it only takes, just like on the body, on the body it only takes one little, one little problem somewhere in the body, and you're gone. Paper cut, or worse than paper cut. It only takes one thing to destroy the person completely. That's not only in the physical state, but it's also in the Lila of our life. If you're going through a struggle and you're not protected in that struggle, I'll, I'll tell you what that means in a minute. If you're not protected during your struggle, a struggle is part of life. Do not ever dream that you're going to have a life where everything is going to be perfect. If you're dreaming of such a life, you're in the wrong planet. The Pasuk does not guarantee you, by the way, that you won't have a Lila. Notice, Hashem says, I'm protecting over you. If I'm protecting over you, so during the nighttime, I'll protect you. Hello, wait. If you're protecting over me, why is there a nighttime? Hello? If you're Shomer, if you're watching over me, so why are you even sending me a nighttime? I thought you're protecting over me. So the answer is that a nighttime is an important part of your life. 
whether we appreciate it, whether we like it, whether we would choose it. And nighttime is a very critical part of our life and Hashem is not taking that away from us. Don't dream of a world that has no Laila in your life because it's not happening. Hashem cares too much about you to take you through life with only the sunlight. I told you once a story about a great rabbi in his town he called a town meeting. Those days they say, I have one rabbi for the whole town. He was the rub of the town. He calls the entire town for a meeting. He never did that before. He calls them in to the town square. They're all wondering, what's the rabbi going to say? He's inviting us to come together. What This once-in-a-lifetime meeting, what does he have to say? So he gets up and he says, My dear friends, I gathered to tell you today that every person in life goes through struggles. Sometimes big, sometimes small. But everybody goes through struggles. He says, and if there's somebody here that says to me right now, but Rabbi, I have no struggles. I don't struggle with anything. Thank God. Everything is good. I have no struggles. He says, I recommend to that guy to quickly run to the Bet Knesset and quickly open up the Hechal and right by the Sefer Torah he should start crying to Hashem and say, Hashem, did you lose faith in me? Did you give up on me? Have you not had any more emunah in me that I can rise, that I can become better in my life? Alon, when Hashem sends us a Laila, this is not a lack of Him protecting us. The opposite. It's because He believes in us. And we need struggles in our lives. As much as we don't want them and we don't pray for them. But they're a necessary part of our success in life. So Hashem says, I watch over you. So when the Lila comes, the Lila that I sent you. You need protection in the Lila. That the Lila shouldn't break you. They say in life, what doesn't break you makes you. That, that, that's a real thing. When Hashem sends a Lila, it's to make us. If we have a difficult situation, that situation is there to make us. Sometimes a person struggles with something and it opens their eyes. They struggle with a child and it opens their eyes about themselves. It opens their eyes about what they should be doing or not be doing. A Lila sometimes brings us to do more and care about people more than we did before because we realize the struggles. Lila is a big part of our lives. Anybody going through a struggle should not be complaining about the struggle, but he should be asking, 
that the struggle should make them greater, not worse. Because every time Hashem sends something to uplift us, because of free choice, that same thing could bring us down. A Lila could destroy us like no other thing. A Lila could lift us like no other thing. Hashem says that if I am on your team, if I am watching over you, then the lelot of your life will become your legacy. The challenges of your life will become your monumental achievement or the cause of your achievements. A Lila can make a person feel down. It can make a person feel unblessed. It can make a person feel yeush, despair. When a person is going through a hard time, it can weigh down on him so much that it destroys his whole life. That's one effect. That's what happens when there's no shomrecha. When Hashem is not watching over you, your difficult situation can become a difficulty in everything you do. But if Hashem is watching over you, you take on that Laila head on. You take it and you work with it and you make yourself better because of it. You take the situation, depending whatever the situation is, A, you strengthen yourself and you say to yourself, I'm taking this on. That's number one. First, you have to see yourself as a person who's going to take this on. And then after you make that commitment to take it on, then you start analyzing. So what do I have to do? Why do I have this problem? Why did Hashem send me this issue? What does He want from me? What's He looking for? What is it that I need to fix? Or what is it that I need to accomplish? There is no Lila in our lives that has no purpose of reaching something higher. Hashem doesn't send Lila for a punishment. Lila is a gift. It's a gift to look into what we need to upgrade. But without Shemira, without Hashem watching us, the Lila could destroy us and destroy our lives. Hashem says to you, Hashem Shomrecha, I'm committed to watch you. And if you ask me, when do I need you, Hashem? When do I need you to watch me? Like from what? He says, when I send you Lila, you need me to watch you. You need me to help you upgrade yourself. And of course, your mama Shemesh. And when I send you the great days, when I send you the gifts of a beautiful life, ah, your business is doing great. Health is great. The world is shining to you. You might say in that time, I don't need you here. I, I don't need, I don't need Shmira here. I need you in the Lila. I don't need you here. Notice the order of the Pasuk. Usually the more important comes first. The order of the Pasuk is not, I'm going to watch you at night and also in the day. Mom, I'm going to watch you in the daytime. It's more dangerous. You think Lila's dangerous? Your mama, Shemesh, when Hashem sends you success in life, it's more dangerous. Because when you have success in life, 
you start to become an arrogant person. You start to say, oh, Kohi, it's my strength. Look what I did. The Otsem Yadi, it's my power. Look how smart I am. Look at the business deals I made. Look how hard I work. Look what I accomplished. Like Paro says, Ori. See this Nile? It's mine. Lee, it's me. I'm a self-made man. How many people say that? I'm a self-made man. You're not a self-made nothing. People believe me. They walk around life thinking they're self-made. And because they made themselves so high, nobody else is on their level. Everybody that walks around, ah, this guy, I can't talk to him. I can't eat with him. Uh, we have different people live in life in this illusion where there is a, there's a hierarchy. I'm, I'm from those people. I don't talk to those people. I don't relate to those people. And even if I talk to them, it's only out of hesed. It's my kindness for the day. You know, the Hazik case in the shul, like, let me say hello to him. Because guys like me sometimes need to do a hesed too. You understand? But really, it's not lefi uh, kebodo. It's not according to my honor that I should really be talking to these people unless the hesed is required of me. That's the way you look at the world. They look at the world that everyone is a, is a, is a piece of grass while they're, where they're a tall tree. And everybody is just someone that you could step on whenever you like, ignore whenever you like. They're not important. That's what success could do to your life. Success could turn you into an ugly human being. It can turn you into a person who's arrogant, who's angry, who's upset, who takes things very, very, very uh, um, personally. Everybody's actions need to be perfect around them because they are the Melech Malche Amlachim. They look at themselves as the King of Kings. And then as you become arrogant, you start to forget. First, you forget your friends. The friends you used to have are no longer your friends because they're not, they're not the same level. It'd be hyped if you'd be seen talking to them. And then sometimes you even get higher and you lose even your family. Some of your family members that are not, haven't made it like you, they, whatever. People say, uh, you relate to that guy? Uh, distant. So you try as much as you can to uh, differentiate yourself from your own, you start forgetting your own family. Sometimes you can forget your own brothers and sisters. Sometimes you can even forget your parents. And, some, and very often you forget the creator of the world, which is the biggest disaster in your life. Pasuk says, When Yeshurun, when Am Israel gets fat and rich and gets success, he starts to kick. He says, and you forget the one who made you. You forget the creator who made you. The biggest curse in a person's life is when he goes through life alone without his creator. And that, the Shemesh, the sun in the daytime and the success can do worse than Lila. Lila is not as dangerous. The, the dark times in life are not as dangerous as the good times in life. 
And one of the things you'll tell me is, but the good times, I don't feel the danger. That's exactly why they're more dangerous. Because they're so much more dangerous. And you don't even realize it. You think everything is perfect. My life is great. Everything is hitting on all levels. It's beautiful. And meanwhile, day by day, you're sinking as a human being. You're sinking day by day. Your character. And one day it'll catch up with you. It's not a... It's even in this world that catches up with you. At some point, you'll find yourself empty. Because you've excluded yourself from everything else around you. You're too sharp to learn. You're too, you're too hashuv to go to a class. You're too important to talk to people. At some point, you elevate, elevate yourself. One day you find yourself by yourself. There's nobody around you. And there's nothing that you could do. There's nothing that you're... Nobody's worthy of your company. It's a disaster life. That's called Yomam Hashemesh. You need Shemitah. Hashem needs to protect you during the good times. You know, when Am Yisrael, believe it or not, when the Jewish people were told in Egypt that they, uh, it's time to take the wealth of the Egyptians, Hashem promised Abraham Avinu that these children will not only get out of Mitzrayim, but they will come out with Berchush Gadol. They're going to come out with a lot of wealth. And the Pasuk says, I'll read it to you. The Pasuk says, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, Daber na ha'am. Please speak in the ears of the people. And they should take from the Egyptians all their wealth. They ask, you know, when you want someone to do something that is painful, you say, please, could you please get up from your bed and drive me somewhere? Please. Could you please give me money? When you ask someone to do something difficult, you say, please. Did you ever ask someone, could you please deposit the check that I just gave you? Talk to them. First time, really, we find Am Yisrael getting wealth. And Moshe Rabbeinu was very nervous and very scared. Because he knew the price of wealth. And therefore, Hashem tells him, Please, please talk to them. I promised them they would have wealth. And hopefully the wealth will become their blessing and not the opposite. But you see... That Moshe Rabbeinu was nervous about wealth. Even Yaakov Avinu we saw. A few weeks ago we learned. When he asked Hashem to bless him. He says please give me food to eat. Bread to eat. And clothing to wear. And we asked what do you mean food to eat. Or bread to eat. What else do you do with bread? What else do you do with clothing? Besides wearing that. But Yaakov Avinu was scared. When he's asking for wealth. He's, asking, he's scared. He's scared of the wealth. Instead of taking food to eat, food will become a status. Instead of clothing becoming clothes to wear, clothing would become what makes you elevated over others. He was scared the wealth would turn him into a non-successful person. Great people, they're very scared of success. Success obviously can bring a person a lot of blessing. But without Shemira, it could bring a person down tremendously. So therefore, says the creator of the world, Hashem Shomrecha, I am committed to watch over you. 
And believe me, Hashem says, you need watching. You need Shemirah. You need me to watch over you. The most important time to watch over you is when I send you success. When I send you the good. Hashem says, Yomam Hashem Keka. If I watch over you, the success won't destroy you. And when the challenges come into life, I will be there to give you the strength that you will be able to take the Laila and turn it into a beautiful, beautiful life that it was sent for you for that purpose. That's a beautiful, beautiful word. So can, your mom, I say, say this word all the time. To be aware of how much protection we need from the creator of the world. Have a wonderful day.